And it's like, go away. (laughs) (laughs) Go away, stupid person. (laughs) You shouldn't die. (laughs) You shouldn't die, stupid person. Can't you see? I'm trying to talk to the dog. Dog. Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is our 36th episode. That's my favorite number. 36 is your favorite number? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just randomly? (laughs) You know what would be great? It's 36. So when you reach, finally reach that ripe old age of 36. That's it. Game over. (laughs) (laughs) Get in some living before that uh, 36 yeah. happens. I don't know how much longer to go. No, no. I can't even remember at this point much of 36. No? It fades pretty quickly. Huh. So so don't worry about what you do. Your actions have no uh, no, no uh, cause. No consequences? Consequences, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the tired one today because we had a show last night at the Skylark. So How did that show go? It was fantastic. Yay. And and I want to thank uh, members of some of the teams that showed up last night. Uh, members of the West Side and Kaka and Full of Crepe all made appearances and danced and round and it was a lot of fun. So um, how was your weekend so far? Good. Yeah. You remember when we talked about the Montreal Canadiens hockey team? Oh, yeah. So hockey has started. Right. And I decided that I'm going to watch hockey this year, and I'm going to root for the Canadians. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so I watched one of their games, and they lost. Oh, I'm sorry. And then I watched the Huskies game, and they also lost. So you are a jinx <laughs> to the great sports teams of uh, North America. <laughs> now, you're a fan of soccer, not really. Okay. <laughs> Not so you're... really a fan of anything. Okay. <laughs> but did you like the game, watching hockey? Because hockey is pretty fun. I liked watching it. I like the casual violence of it. <laughs> like, they just kind of fight, and it's, like, expected, and they're just like, okay, okay, that's enough. Right. And, like, nobody usually gets in trouble for fighting. No. It just happens. No, it's really part of the part of the show. I like that. I used to go to Chicago Blackhawk games a little bit when I was in living in Chicago, and those were very fun to go to. But it's a it's a trip to go to the one of those in person because it's cold and it's loud, and these guys just it's you can see it on TV, but how fast they move around the ice, yeah, and how well they do it, yeah. Like I can skate a little bit, but I couldn't skate and have a stick just holding a stick, yeah. Never mind having a purpose to this stick, but just to hold it and skate at the same time, I can't even imagine. Skating really fast backwards, backwards. while facing the other way backwards. and hitting a puck. Yeah. Yeah. And then expecting to like, yeah, to be good at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty amazing. Can we get uh some Montreal Canadian 
updates every once in a while on the podcast. Oh, totally. See how you're doing. I really want you to follow this all the way through to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> okay. Taking them all the way this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're not doing very good. Well, you know. But that's sort of the way that anybody that I'm going to root for is usually like, there's no chance. But I like I like that the H stands for hockey. Yeah. And I like Yuppie, the mascot. Yuppie, the mascot's oh, very cool. So cute. Yeah. So there's a, there's a game in February. There's a brand new uh, Las Vegas team this year. The Golden Knights, I yeah. believe. And they're going to play in Vegas in February sometime. Are you flying down to Vegas? I might. If it works out, I'm going to get to go and see, and it's going to be a lot of fun if oh, it happens. We're going to need a lot of Instagram pictures of uh, <laughs> of your Vegas adventures like, of the hockey. I was like, when a, when a team plays at like an away game, does the mascot go with them? I want to see Yuppie. You know Yuppie will be there. <laughs> of course Yuppie will be there. Yuppie's the way in for like kids and things like that. They got to have Yuppie around. It's just like a big, like, Muppet-looking, hairy Canadian guy. We've covered Yuppie on this podcast before, so everybody listening, go and Google Yuppie and uh, the Montreal Canadian mascot and uh, enjoy Mm -hmm. the glory that is Yuppie. (laughs) He's so cute. (laughs) Uh, Well, we have a great show for you today, so let's not dawdle. Shall we do it? Yes. Let's do it. It is now time for the lightning round. Lightning round. It is lightning round time. And uh, thanks to Monica, we have a kind of slightly different lightning round. Why don't you explain what we're going to do? October 16th is National Dictionary Day. Yeah. So I really love the game Balderdash. (laughs) It's like my favorite game. It's a good one. So the point of it is like you have a a real word and a real definition and then people make up fake definitions for it and somebody has to guess which one's real. Mm -hmm. So that's what our lightning round is going to be. Now, are you good at this game? Are you a grandmaster balderdasher? Well, what I'm good at is making up fake definitions. Oh, good. Good. Well, that's like, I think I a big part of the game. One time I played, I got everybody to guess my definition. I don't remember what it was, but it was good. And everybody guessed it. And I was like, ha ha. Because <laughs> you get points for getting people to guess yours, too. Right. So now, how are we scoring this? This is just straight one point each. If you guess it, you're good. And if you don't, yeah. Okay. Well, we're doing like three definitions and one of them's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't talk about this much, did we? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we just happened to be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I will have uh, five words for her to define. Uh, She will have five for me to define. We'll give uh, multiple choices and we'll see who is the better guesser, I guess. Uh, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Here's the Balderdash lightning round. Number one, the word is furphy. Wait, should I spell it? Yeah. F-U-R-P-H-Y, furphy. 
Does it mean a Quaker basket, a false rumor, or fluffy and soft? Mm. I'm going to eliminate fluffy and soft, and I'm going to say a Quaker basket. No. Oh, which was it? False rumor. Ah. Well, at least I eliminated. I knew one of them was not going to be. Well, fluffy and soft does sound like something I would make up. Yeah. It sounds, and it sounds too furfy. Too furfy. It's too furfy. You can be too furfy. So I'm sorry. What was the definition? False rumor. False rumor. Okay. Uh, question number one for you. Wamful. W-A-M-F-L-E. Wamful. Is it A, to walk around in loose, flapping clothes? B, a waffle with ham mixed into the batter? Mm. Or C, a woolly muffler from the Netherlands? I think it's A, the clothes. You are correct. Well waffled. (laughs) That waffle sounds amazing. I was going to say, I would would eat a waffled ham in it right now. Right into it. All right, number two for you. Snool. S-N-O-O-L. Does it mean a bully? A deep puddle? Or slug goo? S-N-O-O-L. Mm-hmm. But it's pronounced snool. Snool. Okay. I don't know, that might be my accent. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it's a deep puddle. No, nope. oh, okay. it's a bully. Okay, I'm, I'm I told a, you I'm good. Yeah, I'm you're very up. good. You're very good. Uh, all right, uh, your next word is gurn. G i r n gurn. Is it a to bury your teeth in anger? B a pointing device used in lectures. Or C to win by a fluke turn of events. I'm going to guess C, winning. It isn't. It is A, to bury your teeth in anger. Grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
now. Is it, it eyebrows? It is the space between your oh. eyebrows, the glabella. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> All right. Now it's number four. Now you got it. Snicker Snee. S-N-I-C-K-E-R-S-N-E-E. Does it mean a sweet bread, a present, or a long knife? I'm going to say it's a long knife. You got it. Yeah. Yay. Snickersnee. That one I have actually think I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun to say. Snickersnee. <laughs> Snickersnee. It's a long knife. You cannot bring that snickersnee onto the airplane. <laughs> I really want to stab that person way over there. Hand me my snickersnee. Oh, perfect. All right. Number four for you. Franch. F-R-A-N-C-H. Franch. <laughs> Fran- Franch. Is it A, to eat greedily, B, to freeze-dry blood or plasma for transport, or C, a mix of French and ranch dressing? (laughs) French. I think it's A. It is A, to eat greedily. (laughs) French dressing. Mm. I have French bread. That's actually just the way someone with a southern accent says French. (laughs) French. Now, in honor of our special guest, I've created dinner mondou. First, we have French fries and French dressing and French bread. Last one is Fliberty Gibbet. F L I B B E R T I G I B B I T. Is it testicular pain? A talkative person? Or the bouncing ball on a screen? And I'm glad you asked me this one because I can play the clip from Joe vs. the Volcano where Meg Ryan calls herself a Liberty Gibbet. And I'll put that in right here. <laughs> That's a talkative person. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But I have a story about this word. Okay, please. The reason I put testicular pain <laughs> is because Ed at Fuel told me that that's what he calls that, is Liberty <laughs> Gibbet. <laughs> oh, Ed. We love you, Ed. Hi. Are you Joe Banks? Yeah. Who are you? I'm the daughter of the guy who hired you, Angelica Granamore. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Daddy told me to tell you that I don't know what he hired you for and not to tell me that I'm totally untrustworthy. I'm a flibber to gibbet. Come on. Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if I can keep you away from this one. Uh, then I think we tied. So we're at 2-2 two, two right now. Okay. So this is the uh, the tiebreaker right here. Cephalomancy. C-E-P-H-A-L-O-M-A-N-C-Y. Cephalomancy. Is it A, telling fortunes by using squid ink? B, telling fortunes using a donkey's head? Or C, telling fortunes by drawing blood from a vein in the arm? I'm going to go with the blood. 
It is the donkey's head. Donkey's head. They used to. This is a great one. <laughs> they used to boil a donkey's head. Oh my god! And somehow, if they boiled a donkey's head, yada yada yada. They told your fortune. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure exactly what happened in between those two moments, but step three, profits. <laughs> <laughs> It was the underpants gnomes all the whole time. Uh, All right. Well, hey, we tied. We tied. I think the last episode, didn't we tie? Tied both challenges. Yeah. So we're off to the races one more time again. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. That was our lightning round. Now it is time for game prep. This is where we get you prepped for your games. That's why we call it game prep. You're going to be so prepped after this. Oh, yeah. We're going to be using a lot of the stuff in the quiz this week. So, you know, I mentioned last couple episodes to, uh, you know, take notes, pen and paper. Mm-hmm. One of the teams, I will not mention what team, one of the teams asked if it was okay to bring that pen and paper to the quiz. <laughs> I said the pen was fine. Paper's not so fine. <laughs> He's like, but you said you can take notes during the podcast. I was like, yeah, then study them. So you them. can remember them later. Yeah, study them and then rip it up and uh, leave it at home or whatever. Were you allowed to use your notes while you took a test yeah. in school? It reminded me of the times when before internet and before people had to be told to put their phones away, that the big thing was like you couldn't bring any extra things yeah. to a quiz. So you couldn't have like the uh, measurements of, you know, what a cup and a pint and a quart and all mm-hmm. that, or the periodic table or a list of state capitals or stuff like that. So, uh, no, you can't bring your answers that you hear today on the game <laughs> prep to your pub quiz. Sorry. October 16th, happy National Liqueur Day. Happy, yeah. <laughs> happy day. Happy day. A liqueur is an alcoholic beverage made from a distilled spirit that has been flavored and bottled with added sugar. Delicious. Liqueurs include Chambord, mm-hmm. Kahlua, mm-hmm. Bailey's Irish Cream, yeah. and Drambuie. Are you a liqueur fan? Sure. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? <laughs> no. Yeah. I like a good Kahlua. I like a little coffee in Kahlua. Uh-huh. Um, and Drambuie is uh, actually the, uh, my Scottish clan makes Drambuie. That's their, like, clan drink. Okay. So you can make a rusty nail, which is scotch and Drambuie, and you can get rightfully hammered. Oh, Sounds boy. like it. <laughs> the most drunk photograph of me out there <laughs> is of me after a few rusty nails, and I look like like evil Jack Nicholson in The Shining. It's like, <laughs> eh. uh, Skull yeah, empty. It's good stuff, but I don't think I could do it anymore. <laughs> I don't know if my system. Well, there's one way to find out. There is. Let's there. have a let's have a rusty nail podcast. <laughs> That's gonna be a three minute podcast. Go go go. October 16th, 1854. Happy birthday, Irish playwright Oscar Wilde. Happy birthday. Author of The Importance of Being Earnest, The Picture of Dorian Gray, 
Lady Windermere's fan and such quotes as work is the curse of the drinking class. Uh, True friends stab you in the front. And I like men who have a future and women who have a past. In general and trivia, when in doubt, Oscar Wilde. Well, name an Irish playwright. Oscar Wilde. It's either Oscar Wilde. Or George Bernard Shaw. George Bernard Shaw. Yeah. Those are the two. And if it has anything to do with something witty has been said, it's going to be Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Especially if it has to do with drinking. Yes. Or anything class, or if it's like a turn of the phrase where it starts this way and then it goes this way, uh, that's definitely an Oscar Wilde trademark. Are you an Oscar Wilde fan? Uh-huh. All right, then. I like the movie Wild. Wild. With, uh, oh, was that Christopher Fry? It's Steve, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. Fry. Christopher Fry. What did, where did Christopher Fry come from? <laughs> No, I don't know either. You confused me when you said it. I was like, "Am I wrong?" Now I have to look up to see if if Christopher Fry is an actual yeah, thing, or if my has... brain just kind of went crazy. <laughs> Stephen Fry, Stephen Fry, and Jude Law. Yeah, Stephen Fry is amazing. He so I looked up like pictures of Oscar Wilde after I watched that movie, and he really does look like it. Yeah, yeah. He's oh. like this big, tall guy. With a weird face. Like, that's, they're the same person. That's Stephen Fry, is that guy? <laughs> yeah. October 17th, 1919. RCA, the Radio Corporation of America, is founded in New York City. Its logo is a dog named Nipper who lis- who's listening to a, vit- a, a Victrola. There you go. There's the slogan, his master's voice. The company's trademark is now owned by Technicolor, and the music branch of RCA is now owned by Sony. Yeah, it's a possible three-pointer right there, Radio Corporation of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that little dog, that always gets people, the little, the little nipper dog. That photo was taken like before the 20th century. Of yeah. him, like listening to what was at that point his master's voice playing on the uh, on the Victrola, and that's where the HMV stores in mostly in the UK get their name from his master's voice. Ooh. Yeah. October seventeenth, nineteen fifty-six. Thirteen-year-old chess prodigy Bobby Fischer wins the Rosenwald Memorial Tournament in New York City beating 26-year-old Donald Byrne in what has been called the Game of the Century. I had forgotten he was 13 years old. Really? 13. That's amazing. Didn't he, like, go out on that zone run away? Yeah, there's a whole whole uh, lore and legend of, of Bobby Fischer, and I'm not exactly sure what happened to him. Um, we might have to do a little follow-up on Bobby Fischer. Were you a chess player at all? Oh, no. No. I'm terrible. Yeah. Not... I get bored. Yeah, I start making things happen that I shouldn't make happen. <laughs> I don't have patience for it. No. October 18th. Happy No Beard Day. I'm not on board with this. <laughs> not on board with this at all. People with beards are encouraged to shave their faces. Ain't happening No Beard Day. Not happening. This is in contrast to September 2nd, that is World Beard Day. In for it. Where facial hair is celebrated. <laughs> you know what? Like, what? just 
one day out of the year where you shave your beard. Yeah, for me that used to be Halloween when I used to do costumes all the time. I would shave it the day of the well, October eighteenth is prep Halloween prep. Yeah, it's not happening. Oh no, uh, I got. Well, very... I encourage all the rest of you out there to shave your beard. <laughs> Are you not a beard fan? No, it's fine. Yeah, Are you. Must... I'm gonna shave my beard. <laughs> you know, there was a guy on Twitter who had uh, posted a thing about what's going to be. The uh, the fashion trend that people are going to laugh at 20 years from now. And then his profile picture was really short hair, super long beard mm-hmm. with gauges in. And I was and people were like, have you looked at your profile picture? It's you. You are the guy <laughs> that's going to be in 20 years. It's like, remember when we put those things in our ears and had beards down to our knees <laughs> and no hair on top? Why did we do that? I am... Um- I saw somebody do post a video of like he wanted to be in this mustache club, but okay. the mustache club wouldn't let you in if you had a beard too. They said you had to have just a mustache, and they're like bashing people who have beards and mustaches. Like mm. I don't know, they're not real men or something. Oh, okay. Got it. So he gets all mad about it and he shaves his beard and he's like, gee, I wonder why anybody would want to have a beard. And he has like no chin, <laughs> like nothing. Yes. You're either hiding the fact that you have no chin or you're hiding the fact you have several chins. <laughs> yeah. People with just the one chin don't grow beards usually. Yeah. There's a reason why this is right here and it's going to stay right here. October 18th, 1867, Happy Alaska Day. Alaska. Alaska. I'll ask you this question. Secretary of State William Seward facilitated the purchase of Alaska on this day in 1867. Got it from Russia for $7.2 million. The territory would uh, not become a state for 92 years. I don't know what the wait was, but 92 years. The day is a paid holiday for state of Alaska employees. So uh, if you're listening in Alaska, uh, enjoy your day off on uh, Wednesday. And the town of Sitka holds an annual parade on that day. I know somebody from Sitka. Do you? Yeah. He comes to the Fitzgerald sometimes. Oh, nice. We should make a... After you get back from your Vegas uh, Canadian hockey trip, let's (laughs) go to Alaska. We'll host some pub quizzes up in Alaska. Let's wait till the summer. If you want us to come to Alaska and host a pub quiz, we'll do it. Just uh, email us, quizfix at gmail.com, and uh, pay for our airfare <laughs> and our accommodations and our uh, bar tab. Oh, yeah. October 18th, 1851. Herman Melville's epic novel, The Whale, is published in London. By the time it appears in America, its title has been changed to Moby Dick because mm. Americans love their dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could not find a reason why they changed it to it's Moby because Dick. because sex sells. Yeah. Oh, that was it? <laughs> Were people calling penises dicks back know. at that point? Oh, look. Let's buy that book, Moby Penis. <laughs> Look, that book has a dick on it. <laughs> oh, it's a whale. It's a whale of a dick. <laughs> <Have> you... <laughs> October 18th, 
October 20th, 1965, happy birthday actor William Zabka. Happy birthday. Uh, who in the uh, 1980s played the quintessential douchebag character in movies like The Karate Kid, Just One of the Guys, and Back to School? Which a friend of mine once described as he has the most punchable face in <laughs> 80s movies. And he really does. You just want to like smack him. the rich jockey guy with like dopey friends that hang around him? Yeah, so he Karate Kid, he's Johnny, the guy who he has to fight at the end. Uh, in uh, Back to School, he's the diving uh, enemy of Rodney Dangerfield's nephew or whoever he is. <laughs> and in Just One of the Guys, he's a bully. Have you watched Just Just One of the Guys? No, I haven't seen any of those movies. You have not, you've not seen Karate Kid? I have not. Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield? Mm-mm. Just One of the Guys? Just One of the Guys is your... I'm a girl, and I gotta prove that I can be as good as the guys, so I dress up as a guy. And then uh, a guy falls in and falls in love with him or her, and doesn't realize it's it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that a Shakespeare thing? It's a Twelfth Night sort of thing. Okay, that's yeah. very true. October twentieth, nineteen seventy-three. Richard Nixon fires U.S. Attorney General Elliot Richardson and Deputy Attorney General William Ruckelhaus for refusing to fire the Watergate special prosecutor Archibald Cox. This event is dubbed the Saturday Night Massacre. Nixon gets Robert Bork to fire Cox. Bork eventually is nominated by Reagan for the Supreme Court, but is rejected, partially due to his part in the Watergate scandal. Yeah. Just waiting for our, the next Saturday Night Massacre. It happens after the Saturday Night Fever. Yes. Yeah. First the Saturday Night Fever, then the Saturday Night Massacre, mm -hmm. and then uh, the Saturday Night Live, and then <laughs> the Saturday Night Special, and then the... Uh, and it's just Saturday Night. Then it's just Saturday Night. And then you got to go to church the next day. You have to? Yeah. Well, you've massacred... <laughs> <laughs> you feel kind of fever. You might want to get some redemption after that. Uh, all right, everybody. That was your game prep. Ladies and gentlemen, name that tune. All right, it is now time for the Audio Round Challenge, and this week we chose a little subject called the weather. How's the weather? How is the weather? It is now beautifully fall-autumn time here in the Northwest, and I, I love it. I like it. You like it? It's just like, I know what's coming next. Yeah, so like spring. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna play five songs that have something to do with the weather. Did you go title or did you go lyrics? What did you? What was your strategy? I went title. So did I. Okay. Anything that could happen, like in the sky, weathery related sort of thing. Yeah. It was kind of a broad category. Um, hopefully, we don't have any overlaps. Uh, do you want to go first or second? I guess I'll go first. And we should remind everybody that we did. Uh, tie in the lightning round so everything's tied up right now 
Oh yeah. Oh, and there's actual there's actual paper underneath there if you want to use actual paper, or if you prefer to find something funny in your bag. <laughs> what do we got in the travel bag? How about just kind of ironic or whimsical? Anything whimsical? Like, um, oh. there's an envelope. An that envelope? whimsical. <laughs> just, just the way you said it. <laughs> Nothing else about it, but the way you said envelope. Um, I have an envelope. All right. Here we go with the audio round challenge. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have any words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Well, the song does, but the part you get to hear doesn't have any words. <laughs> he said the title too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> and the song is called Idiot Wind. <laughs> no. Oh, it's not? I'm pretty sure. Okay. What's it called? I thought that was a joke about me. No. There's a song called Idiot Wind. Oh, I thought that was. It's called Shelter from the Storm. Oh, that's a good one. And he says it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Idiot Wind, he says a lot as well. So, good. Well, at least I got the, got the person. Yeah. All right. Here we go with your first song. I know that song, but... Yeah, that's in your uh, high school, junior high wheelhouse right there. <laughs> it is, but I can't remember anything else oh, yeah? about it. I don't know. Better than Ezra? No. They were not better than Ezra. Uh, that band is called Live. Oh. No, I don't And know. the song's called Lightning Crashes. Um, I probably could have gotten the title if I thought about it for a really long time. I'm feeling that way about Shelter, uh, shelter from the Storm <laughs> as well. Uh, okay. Shit. I, I can feel a big ooze coming on. <laughs> she can feel it coming <laughs> through the podcast again. She is a loser. <laughs> Number two. That's Metallica? Uh-huh. Does that ride the lightning? It is. Oh, right on. <laughs> it's it's weird how much James Hetfield's voice has changed. Well, you can always tell it's Metallica because he ends everything, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the giveaway. But he had a much higher voice, and now he kind of has the older, growly voice. Yeah. It's interesting. Or maybe he's just trying. he was trying to do a thing back then. Because they were young and oh, it was pretty early. Yeah, so cool. Uh, all right, your next song. That is my favorite yellow song, Mister Blue Sky. You got it, two pointer. 
Well done. That is a great song. That's my faves. That's a good. Are you an ELO fan? I am. I love them. Oh, I knew we could be friends. <laughs> I'm a huge ELO After fan. After all this time, yes. finally confirmation. Yep. This is that was the moment. All right, give me the next one. Number three for you. The child, playful eyes, wide and wild. I can't lose hope. What's left to my heart still made of gold. And I know that I'm still fucked up. But are we all my love, darling? Oh, Our wow. scars make us. Man, there's about five different singers I'm cycling <laughs> through. Oh, and I'm going to pick the wrong one. Is it, mm, man, I'm going to take a blind. Uh, Regina Spector? No. Yeah, I'm not going to get the uh, the title. You want to guess the title? Is it Rain? Oh, it's Rainbow. Oh, Rainbow. <laughs> oh, I never would have gotten that. Who is it? Kesha. Oh, that's Kesha. Yeah. Wow. Oh, never. I don't even know why I'm picking up the score sheet. Yeah, you don't need you get to. Nothing. Is that a new song by her? You know what? I don't even know. Okay. I just put it in there to stump you, actually. <laughs> it, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Well done. Uh, all right. Here's your next one. It is Blind Melon. I have to remember the title. You do. Just for a point, though. It's something... Something about rain. Is it just rain? It's rainbow. No, it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's called No Rain. No Rain. No Rain. I just love that Bumblebee girl. <laughs> I love Bumblebee, Bumblebee girl. <laughs> <laughs> I would call her a girl, but you do what you want to do. Bumblebee tuna girl. <laughs> Next for you. Come on, get to your spot. my Neil Young uh, song titles. It's Neil Young. It is Neil Young. Um, That's it. Yeah, yeah. I got to put, <laughs> I gotta put, I gotta put, uh, <laughs> put uh, words in there. Uh, is it called Like a Hurricane? Yes, oh, it is. Oh, wow. That just got jumped into my head. Dang. That just <laughs> by... Like a hurricane. That's a pretty good Neil Young I got there. Lo- <laughs> I love that song, and I really like Neil Young. I've been listening to him a lot recently, and yeah. then somebody requested a round on him, so I got to write a round right, about Neil Young. Right, I was like, my dad was in town, and I was at his hotel room writing trivia, and I put on some Neil Young to listen to. Mm-hmm. My dad just looked at me, and he was like, that guy has never written a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. That voice will sometimes get to me after a while. Oh, yeah. But if I'm in the mood for it, it's perfect. It you helps I mean? if you just picture him as an old lady. <laughs> he had that voice when he was like 23 years old. He had the old lady voice. Very young. 
All right, here very is very Neil Young. Very Neil Young, oh boy. <laughs> All right, here's your next song. That is Red Hot Chili Peppers. It is. Snow. That is right. Correct you know, for I, two um, points. I gave you that on another audio round. Oh, did you? Yeah. And oh, you I, got it too. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> See, everybody out there listening, when uh, we do these, they go right out of our heads. <laughs> well, not me. Until somebody, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. It goes right out of my head. Uh, okay. Um, what are we down to? Our last ones? Last one. So what's the score going to the last one? We're tied five to five. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Let's see what we can do here. Okay, here's your last one. After all the jets are in the boxes And the clowns have all gone to bed Well, it's Jimi Hendrix. Yes. And it's the wind cries Mary. Got it. Blue, 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 I think you just wanted that. Blue, blue, blue. I'm going to predict right now a tie. You are? I'm going to predict a tie. I'm ready to let you down. Yeah. <laughs> I am I would put money on it right now that you will not let me down. Okay. Folks out there in the podcast land, <laughs> I've just put a tremendous amount of pressure on Monica. And a lot of money. Yes. Like he, he just ripped out his wallet yeah, and yeah. put like $300 down. Right down on the barrel head. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here is your tying song. Is that Barry Manilow? It is Barry Manilow. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I teed this one up for you. This, this was a Monica special, and you don't remember the title at all. Um, work your way through it. We have nothing but time. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to know it. It's weather-related. Stormy weather. It's called I Made It Through the Rain. Mm. Oh, no. I'll take that $300, though. Oh, wait a second. You just (laughs) tanked it for the $300. (laughs) Well. Well, you win seven to six. Oh, my God. It was close, though. Yeah, yeah. That was a really close one. I've definitely done worse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good job and uh, good picking the songs. That was really good. Um, All right. Before we go, let's tell everybody where you host. Tuesdays, Fitzgerald in Ballard. Wednesdays, the Bluegrass in Georgetown. And I'm at the Skylark in West Seattle on Mondays, the Crown Bar in Tacoma on Tuesdays. The Berliner Pub in Renton on Wednesdays and the Local 907 also in Renton on Thursdays. And we may have in a few episodes some new places to announce. We're hoping to finalize those very soon. So stay tuned. I know we're expanding the empire, as it were. (laughs) 
Uh, so get out and play those quizzes, win some prizes, see us, say hello, tell us that you listen to the podcast, write into us, quizfix at gmail.com, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and our Facebook page and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, win prizes and go home glorious victors this week at your pub quizzes. Uh, anything else you got to say? Um, okay. Well, meow, 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 meow. meow. (laughs) Well, in that case, uh, that's been the podcast. We will see you all next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial.